I'm trying to uh, to figure out where I was going to put this. Uh, what the fuck is wrong with you people? And I I decided to say what just put it in with the what the fuck is wrong with you people. Um, normally it'd be in with the reviews, but I think this counts as a what the fuck is wrong with you main mainline edition. The Adams family was ahead of its fucking time. Either that or the Adams family came at the right time at the right place to show people how to be ahead of their time. They had their own personal computer, actual word used. Now, it may have been uh, a somewhat joke from the perspective of, of the audience, but Gomez Adams was in earnest. It was an amazing machine which had a lot of bugs in it, but he was at the forefront of technology. His personal computer was more powerful than any other computer that size at that time. Um, I know a lot of people try to attribute the personal computer terminology to some dumbass in 1972, but it, it actually predated uh, 72. It, they were using it by the 50s. They know that it must have appeared in media and in popular, popular vernacular in the 40s, at the very least. Um, the uh, to pat myself on the back, I was one of the <laughs> was one of one of the first people to, you know, say Wikipedia, you're wrong. I know, I know. What kind of? What, that's not really horn blowing, is it? That's bullshit. But uh, I mean, it's true. Um, you know, but I, I, re, I talked about Gomez Adams, but then somebody else found an earlier date, New York Times, and uh, that, that was some awesome research. They put that on there. Uh, so from an audience perspective, they laughed at Gomez Adams being proud of a personal computer, much more compact and much more powerful than anything else seen before. Within 10 years, you started getting the desktop size, right? Of course, you know, we all know World of Tomorrow or, or whatever it was showed uh, personal computers and video phones long before uh, the Adams family. So, um, the other thing is um, Zen Yogi Society. They called them yogis and they called the exercise yogi well, that's what we call yoga now, Zen yoga. Well, Gomez Adams was doing it, and people would laugh at him. you know they had a laugh track laughing at him doing it, because that was the audience of the '60s. But if you look at Gomez and look at how important it was to his life, he was in earnest a Zen yogiist. Um, when uh, when people are doing hard exercises, Gomez Adams is saying. Oh my God, don't do that. Don't just lift weights like that. And what do we find out? You know, because they say, you know, your father has a wonderful physique, blah, blah, blah. Of course, he smoked cigars a lot. So, I mean, he had he had health problems, obviously. Um, then again, as compared to what they eat, a cigar might be the least of his worries. But now, what do we see? Low-impact exercises. So he was, he did serious exercises and stretches with Zen Yogi, which is what we call Zen Yoga now, 
and he balked at high impact exercises. You know, so what else are they ahead of their time? Well, uh, Morticia Adams, they have the audience laughing while she does it, but she is, she actually tries to learn other forms of art. She tries to be a sculptor, and she's not a good sculptor, but she tries. You know, she's into impressionism, abstract impressionism. Uh, she is a fantastic painter. She's so great that she can actually paint a lightning bolt that shoots out of the canvas, All right? And what else does she do? She explores other cultures. She has the Japanese thing. Now, this is where I always argue that cultural appropriation is not what some people think it is. She is trying to learn an art form, and they are both heavy into Japanese culture. You know, uh, Gomez loves to believe that he's a samurai, not a conquistador like his probable ancestors. He loves to believe that he's a samurai. Uh, you know, or play that he's a samurai. So he tries to do his sword thing. Of course, he's no good at it. No good at it. Lurch always beats him just by standing there. Um, but that doesn't matter because Lurch is supportive of him. Morticia is supportive of him. And Morticia tries to learn the uh, art of Japanese singing. And if you take out the laugh track and you listen to her trying to sing, she's singing an ode to Japan. She sings the Japanese cities, and then she sings Sayonara at the end in the Japanese way of singing, and then she ends her song. She's not making fun of it. She's dead and seriously interested in it. So here she is exploring all forms of culture and art. You know? They're always interested in oddities. Right, and we all know they're they're interested in oddities, but they're not interested in oddities just because oh it's chic we're going to laugh at it. They're interested in oddities because they have a story to tell, and they're always interested in the story. The weirder and gloomier, the better, right? But even then, they love the adventure and they love the oddity of the story. So, I mean, um, what's, what's not to learn from the Adams family, right? What's not to learn? And here's the other thing. Very rarely have they ever harmed somebody who is a genuine soul, right? And even when the genuine soul had been harmed, he didn't blame the Adamses, right? He was the bachelor who, was, who they were trying to fix up. Um, the, so the, they're, they're honest and they're positive. And if you're honest and positive with them, karma seems to smile on, upon you, right? Go with the flow. Go with the Adamses. Support them. One of my favorite episodes is the biker kid who crashed lands outside they extend a helping hand and they they try to make things uh uh work out for them of course there was also the the uh the misfortune that the uh 
uh, Avon, I believe she was an Avon seller, um, or Mary Kay, whatever she was. She, uh, she was uh, mistreated by the Adams family only because they thought she was a harlot who was out there to take Uncle Fester for everything that he was worth, which is a total of nothing. <laughs> and she was really legitimately just trying to sell cosmetics. So we have The Bachelor and we have her, and, and that is pretty sad. But uh, you also have uh, the genuine souls who are first weirded out, but then came to love the Adams family. Like the dancer who taught Lurch how to dance, right? Uh, she First she faints because she sees Lurch, and then she gets up when they say, oh, well, he'll have to find another dancer. She says, oh, no, I can teach him because she wants to teach. And, you know, she's supposedly a failure at the dan dance teacher thing, you know, and so this is her last chance. And, you know, she wants to teach so much, she overcomes whatever reservation she has about Lurch, and then she sends him a thank you letter saying, I got promoted, thank you guys, you know, this is wonderful. Um, you know, that, that happened at the end of the episode. Everything about the Adams family is about support and acceptance, trying new things, right? Now, of course, they may have a few problems with being a little bit too into playing, let's see if there's God. <laughs> but uh, I have my own theory about that. I think the Adams family may have come from an alternate dimension, or maybe they are from the future, and somehow they survived some sort of horrible nuclear holocaust or whatever. Um, now, about their f food, here's, here's the, I'm changing the subject somewhat quickly, about their food and about the stuff that they eat and, and everything, there, you could actually argue that their diet is probably the best diet for the world. <laughs> they're not contributing to incredible amounts of waste or anything else like that, you know, an, an eye of newt or, or goat's head flambe or whatever it is. I mean, we're talking about how, how much more different is that from fish eggs? Caviar, fish eggs, you're eating, you're eating something that you know, from a fish's ovaries like that, you know? It's one thing to have chicken eggs, but then it's another thing to have fish eggs, right? And then I have newt, I mean, okay, how is their stuff any weirder than what we're eating, right? How is it? You know, and I remember them talk about yaktail soup. You know, my grandma cooked oxtail soup all the time for me. So I just thought, oh, well, yaktail, that's no different than an ox. A yak is like an ox. Right, that's going through my mind when I'm growing up. And how many family recipes do you guys have that you think is normal? That other people may find strange and weird, right? There's a lot to learn, a lot of positivity to learn from the Adams family. You know, they, they protect their swamps because swamps are wetlands. You know, people talk about wetlands and the need for them in the ecology. A wetland is a swamp. There's no difference between a swamp and a wetland. Just, just a different word to make it seem more palatable. But they, they go out there to protect the swamps and wetlands, right? 
because they know they're important. You know? And anyway, that's what I think. What do you think? So that was my coworker who said good morning. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I mean, what other families, what other TV families or TV shows are like that? You know? I mean, obviously, I nominate I Dream a Genie because Major Nelson was always about learning about Genie's culture. And uh, some people get all pissed off because of the clothes she wears. Well, you know what? That's actually part of her culture. And when Major Nelson shows up and he's in his own military clothes, he's the fish out of water, right? There's several times that he put on traditional clothes just to make her family happy. So, um, you know, that, of course, that's all part of my argument of he was not her master. <laughs> he, was, he was subjected to her whims. You know, you're free, Jeannie. Yes, I am free, master. Jeannie, stop calling me master. Okay, master. <laughs> she was not using the word master the way that anyone would be using the word master. Anyway, so um, I'm off track here. I was talking about the Adams family. So my whole argument is... The Adams family is probably the most positive family in television. One of the most positive families in television. Certainly, certainly one of the most positive families in the 60s. And uh, they were open about sharing their love with each other. It was one of the, of the earliest shows where you actually had uh, parents of children just unmitigatingly loving of each other and doing everything they could for each other you know and trying to learn about other cultures and well as a Mark Twain said that travel is lethal to a closed mind I think is what he said or fatal to a closed mind. And that's just, uh, I don't know, that's just where I am. They were always about, even though they may have never really left their house, they were always about being worldly and traveling, at least through exploration of a culture. That's why I love the Adams Family. You can, you can say similar things about the Munsters, except the Munsters were overtly weird for weird's sake. The Adams Family, they didn't really, not really. So take care and have a good one.